Yes, yes, yes. Hello, people out there. How's everybody doing on this beautiful, lovely Sunday afternoon, October the 18th? Oh, man. I hope everybody's having a beautiful, blessed day. It's October already. Matter of fact, it's middle of the month. Got two more weeks left, and um, the month is over. Then after all of a sudden, we'll be looking at the holiday season, huh? I mean... Are we really in the mindset for it? But well, you know who this is, man. This is Ben Frank now on the Ben Frank Now Show. And, of course, it's Sunday. Sunday with Stallings. I know we haven't done a show for a while. Hell, everybody been busy doing their thing. Work, 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 trying to take care of family, trying to um, live life, basically. So that's all I've been up to. Um, make sure you continue to um, log into our Facebook page at Ben Frank Now. That's Ben Frank now. Also, check us out on the gram at Ben Frank now 911. That's Ben Frank now 911. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit us on the email at Ben Frank now 911 at Gmail. That's right, Ben Frank now 911 at Gmail.com. Let me knock on the door and see Mr. B is around. Mr. Stallings, are you there, sir? Hey, what's happening, man? How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. It's like we haven't done a show for a long time. <laughs> I feel like we haven't done a show for a while, man. I mean, it's, I think I think uh, when I look back, I think it's about, been about three weeks, man. Man, it's been three weeks, man. Life is going by fast, bro. Three weeks too long. Man, how how you been doing, man? Um, it's a busy season right now. <laughs> just, uh, just got off of uh, fall break. My baby girl just had a birthday yesterday. Yes. Happy you know, I'm, birthday. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm stuck in the grind, man, and getting this, working for this principal's uh, uh, administrative license. Oh, okay. I mean, my, my, my play getting kind of full right now, but it's all right. Oh, man. God with you, man. Bless you, man. And um, You baby, man, getting that administrative license, huh? Yeah. I got If I, if I want to see change, man, I got to be the change I want to see. So. There you go. There you go. Oh yeah, I remember you talked about you wouldn't be a charter. Uh, you was trying to open up a charter. Yeah, that's your goal. Open up a charter school. Is that correct? Oh uh, no, not no, definitely not charter. Charter. That's uh, state still got a whole lot of influence when it comes to uh, charter schools. Oh, I want outright private. Like it's my doing. It's my 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 uh my baby. Okay. You know, I don't want the whole, I don't want the state to have any type of say <laughs> influence at all. I want to run it the way I want to run it. So yes, sir. Uh, that's that's the goal. Okay, man. Knowing your personality, man, you'll get that, man. And um, yeah. So everybody out there, man, be on the lookout for Mister B Stallings on this project, man. Hey, we're both from. Hey, we're both Midwest kids. You know what I'm saying? We born and raised in Turho, Indiana. And um, I'm glad this guest reached out to me um on Facebook as a friend request, and I started following him and see this young brother making some changes around there. You know um. Kind of interested to see what's going on. And you know what caught my attention was um the flag um the flag incident. Remember I sent you the information um over at Turho North High School. Right, right. Yeah. That's what caught my attention about this young man. So I'm like, man, what's going on, man? You know, let me dig into it. You know, I'm out here on the West Coast. I shit, man. I'm looking I'm looking at the temperature that way. I'm like, I don't give a damn what's going on out there, man. Is it okay? Is that you right there adding me too? Okay. Brian, is that yeah, you? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so hey. Without further ado, Mr. Eric Beverly, is that you there? Are you there, sir? 
Yes, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, welcome to the Ben Frank Now Show. Sunday with Stallings, man. Turho, Indiana. Man, you're making some change. And um, I don't know you heard that intro there, but I said I'll follow you, and all of a sudden I'll start seeing something happen to Turho. I want to say a couple weeks ago, maybe quote me if I'm wrong, but or it was last week. Um, no, a couple weeks ago, right? About the flag incident um, at Turho North High School. I've been peeping this out for a couple years now. I'm like, man, this just, I just had a bad feeling behind it. You know, I just had a bad feeling behind it. So before I start talking about it, maybe I need to get my facts straight. And you probably know more about the situation than I do. So, I mean, is there any way you can enlighten me of, like, what's the story behind all that? Uh, I'm not too too uh, certain on the details behind the whole incident. All I know is that uh, word got back to me that they was flying uh, back the blue flag and uh came to my attention that a few of the students out there felt as if they wanted to um support black lives matter and they were told by certain people with authority by north high school that that was a no-go and they weren't allowed to do so oh wow and i feel the need is that they were going to be flying a back to blue life flag maybe should be flying a black lives matter flag as well or they shouldn't be flying any type of flag at all. Exactly. And Mr. Beverly, let me um let me apologize first. That was that was my mistake. I should have uh, introduced you properly, sir. Um let's do this back over. Mr. Eric Beverly, go ahead and state, you know, state who you are, what you represent. You know, just let everybody let the audience know what's going on with Mr. Beverly and who this man is. All right, yeah, thank you very much. Uh Pretty much uh, just started up a, a nonprofit, Change to Terre Haute. I'm the president of that. Uh, this all just struck. Um, me and my old lady was having a conversation after the incident with George Floyd. Um, oh, okay. Just feeling like we were uh, fed up. You know, enough's enough. This has been going on far too long since the days of Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. It seems like the only thing that's changing is the time and the faces. Mm. You know, and... Uh, Mm. Enough's enough, man. People really wanted to see some change, and uh, for us to make any type of change, it's gonna take all of us coming together as one. Mm. Oh yeah, but yeah, oh uh, movement. That's where we at right now, man. Okay, okay. And where can people follow you at? Um, you have a website by any chance? Uh, yes, sir. I do have a website. It's uh, www.changeterrahoe.org. That's the website, the official website that we have set up for the organization. Okay. And also, you can, uh, we have a website on Facebook. We have a, a group page, Change of Terra Hope. And you can also follow me on Facebook as well, Eric Beverly, my Facebook page. There you go. That's a man himself, Mr. Eric Beverly. That's E R I C K. Nuts. E-R-I-C, put that K on there. So that's Mr. Eric Beverly. Changeofterrahope.org. Make sure you guys check into that. You know. Hey, now, now, now Eric, I, I, I was listening to what you said. You was uh, you and your, your wife was, you know, watching like, where everybody in the world saw the the murder of, uh, of uh, uh, George Floyd. George Floyd. And, you know, and, and I, you know, that, 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 that moved me as well. You know, that moved me as well. And, you know, I, mean, I think it affects different people in different ways. But from that point, that from that day to now, do you think, are you seeing the progress that you want to see locally there in Terre Haute right now? I mean, I've been seeing this type of support from day one. 
you know, uh, just been, uh, it's been heartwarming. The people that's been showing up, the numbers that continue to show up, the people from different races that keep showing race and uh, showing support no matter their race. And that's just uh, making me see that it's not just the black folks that's fed up with it. We have people outside our race that's fed up that's seeing it too. And just want to stand up and say enough's enough. Gotcha. Yeah, because that, that, that was one of the things, you know, I, you know, born and raised in Terre Haute. Um, I moved out when I was, what, 2024. 20, so we're talking, you know, about, what, 26 years ago. Um, no, less than that. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I, I moved out, you know, years ago. And, you know, and I, I, my parents are still there and I still, you know, come in, you know, every once in a while. And, and one of the things that I've always felt about the city growing up was that, we together never would stick together long enough to be able to get things changed. You know, the last time I looked like the, um, you know, as far as the black community, there's only 7% of us there. You know, I, I was like, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that, you know, the, the mindset of a lot of, a lot of us in that community feel like we can make true change because we're such a small amount, but it, it's, it's good to hear that, you know, with you making this move that not only, are you seeing black folks coming together, but also other races as well? Because that's ultimately what's going to take, you know, for every like large change we've had in our country, whether, you know, abolition of slavery or, or the civil rights bill, it, it, it took collectively everybody to get the change. There wasn't just one group in itself. Yes, definitely. I agree a hundred percent with you. Uh, if you look at Terre Haute, Terre Haute has 10% black. So if you uh, almost look at Terre Haute on a world scale basis, you know, just look at Terre Haute on a whole world scale basis. It's pretty much what it's going to take for the nation to come together. Figure if we can do it in Terre Haute, which is the crossroads of America, uh, people not giving Terre Haute the credit that Terre Haute really has. When you office when he was running, he came to Terre Haute. Terre Haute had a lot to do with him also getting in office as well. So Terre Haute definitely had a lot of political power there. And I think uh, a lot of people see that it has to deal with the system that goes through the system as Terre Haute wants to end up becoming felons or if they sign to a plea agreement or get some type of reason. Terre Haute definitely has some power in the system. Uh, so I think if we do, um, and the blacks that are in Terre Haute definitely feel that, you know, to be outnumbered like that when your race is uh, definitely the lower, the lower end of the uh, totem pole. And then we yet have Latinos that's coming and outnumbering us. Uh, I think if you take the blacks and Latinos and combine them, we still barely uh, are equivalent to two or more races in Terre Haute. And white being definitely the dominant race in Terre Haute. So, yeah, it's definitely going to take everybody coming together. Definitely the numbers, the more numbers you have, the more power you have. So, Mr. Beverly, let me ask you this then. So, what can we do in Terre Haute as a collective group of black individuals to make sure I ain't going to say the successful ones, but just in general, black people that graduate from high school go off to Indiana State they tend to leave. They tend to go to places like Texas, Atlanta, Chicago, hell, Indianapolis. How can we keep them back home 
and help out in the community and funnel the community and maybe, you know, create that change there. Because right now, that mindset, I mean, it's been going on since hell. I want to say, what, mid-90s, you think, Brian, or early 90s, that black folks, you know, especially the ones that's, you know, trying to make it, they leave. And they t- sometimes don't even come back. How can yeah, that, go ahead? I'm yeah, sorry. That, that's, you know, that, yeah, that's a, that's a big one there. Um, you know, and I think, I think you see it a lot in, in a lot of communities, like you know where you go where the opportunities are. Exactly. And, and you and you tend to what you see. You know, I, I feel like what I saw in, in Terre Haute specifically is you'll see, you know, opportunities flourish. You know, people flourish yeah. in places outside the city. So you're like, yo. I want to do that. I want to get that. So I go yeah. and then you go and then you stay, you know what I'm saying? You yep. start your own family. I'm what, I'm a perfect example of that. You know, I, I left out, you know, I went and, you know, played arena football, you know, got my master's degree and then I stayed, you know, I never came back. Right. And so, you know, so I guess, I guess, you know, Eric, what Frank is asking is, is like, how can we be able to keep those, those who leave the community to, to come back or be able to still be a part of the movement of what you're trying to get going? Uh, yeah, that's definitely a great question. Uh, I think if people just stay tuned in to Terra Hope within the near future, probably within five years, you're going to see a, a, a economy boom in Terra Hope. I think it's going to definitely be uh, for the uprising. We have uh, a casino coming to Terra Hope. We have a lot more economic growth coming to Terra Hope. But when it comes to Terra Hope, if you look at Terra Hope, Terra Hope is definitely a college town. Yeah. So we have to start with the youth. Yes. If we want to obtain kids that graduate from high school, from college, we have to start with the youth. There shouldn't be no reason why um, we shouldn't be installing them at a young age, letting them know the opportunities that they have at their hands that's right under their nose that they can obtain if they just stay in school, start learning about college at a young age, yes. uh, and then bring more opportunities to Terre Haute. Uh, we have some things in the works, but we definitely need way more uh, control over the economy, attracting better jobs, uh, upbringing the community, and letting the people know that, hey, there will be growth and opportunity here. Got you. Got you. See, I, and you, to piggyback off that, or just basically ask you about this. And I remember back in the 90s, growing up, and let's go back to middle school, middle school black youth. My nightlife, Friday nights. We used to go to the YMCA, play basketball. Saturday nights, we play basketball or be at a friend's house playing Sega Genesis. Now I'm showing my age. But we'll be playing Sega Genesis. That's what that was our nightlife consist of. High school, you know, same thing. Get together, play sports with my friends on downtime. Summertime. I look back now, when I go back home every three, four years of visit, there's nothing for the black youth for entertainment. I don't know if it's changed since I've been, I haven't been back in like three years, but I don't know. Is there anything for the black youth that makes them want to be like, you know what? We have a lot here to offer. I I want to stay here. I want to be here. You know, is there anything in place right now? Because we're, we're speaking on the youth. They're don't there. You know, there are future for tomorrow. Is there a bridge to keep them here to like, you know what? Maybe hmm, I'll go to Indiana state, stay here and go to school here and um, make things happen. Yeah, uh, I don't know if both of you fellas see on my uh, page. I posted a picture. Where I just uh, had a meeting mm-hmm. when it was with the chief, uh, with the president of ISU, the mayor, and um, 
the director, Vigo County School Corporation. Okay. That's a, that's a meeting that I orchestrated, bringing everybody together. Okay. I feel that that's everybody with power, at least a good head start to start and get some type of change. So we have uh, the city of Terre Haute and we have ISU back in change of Terre Haute wanting to bring a community center here to Terre Haute. Now, with that community center, we're also going to have trades involved. Definitely going to have uh, daycare, possibly even 24-hour daycare. Oh, wow. We want these type of programs uh, to get involved with the youth to let them know, hey, we're here for y'all. We know that it's hard out there when we have uh, less fathers in the homes, uh, kids not staying in tune wanting to get education yeah uh i also feel that we nowadays have too many kids uh wanting to go be michael jordan or lebron james which isn't wrong because i had that same impression when i was a kid too you asked me what i wanted to do uh it was go be an nba basketball player like uh michael (laughs) jordan uh my buddies i was running to was thinking the same thing but we got to get more in tune and let these kids know hey going to get a uh, scholar becoming a scholar that's where it's at get your grades, stay in school. Um, that's uh, get you a business, make yourself rich instead of working for somebody, mm-hmm. making somebody else rich. You know, um, these are the type of things that we got to get installed into our youth and get installed to them now. Because if you look at Vigo County School Corporation, it's not doing too good right now. The no. numbers aren't good right now. And uh, you just think 20, 30 years from now, mm. these, this will be our future. So what's it going to be looking like then? Mm. Good call. And I, and I definitely, I definitely agree with what you're saying there in terms of you know, you can get a pretty good idea of what your community going to look like based on the the public education system. Um, so Eric, so you 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 did mention about meeting with uh, some high profile uh, folks there in the community, and um, and you brought you brought up about bringing up a community center. Now Frank and I, we grew up in the community center in the neighborhood we lived in was High Center. And I know and I won't know one of the things that, you know, was big, you know, especially when we were growing up was midnight basketball. And that was like, you know, a tool that the community used to to keep kids off the streets, especially at nighttime. Um, What type of community center are are you envisioning? Like in terms of like, is it separate from like the high center? You're talking about building another one in a different location, different community uh, in the city or or how how you envision this community center being brought, brought about? All right. So uh, if you look in Terre Haute, both you gentlemen from Terre Haute, you may be able to picture this. Uh, they got the railroad tracks uh, that's downtown by that Square Donuts. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then if you, and then if you go to uh, these uh, million dollar duplexes right off of the river, that whole area right there, oh. that's where the only part that they're renovating in Terre Haute. If you go on to the other side of the tracks where people look like us, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no renovation getting put in on that side of Terre Haute. And that's where they moved the Boys and Girls Club to. Yeah. That's where you got the Rive Halls at. That's where the Height Center's at. You know what I mean? So they're not putting anything into people, into our communities for us. Hold on. Not to cut you off, not to cut you off, Eric. Is that place still, is that area still run down over the North End area? What in, what in is that, bro? Um, I'm following you now. You talk about where Square Donut is. Yeah, I remember. Keep going, heading north. Um, on the other side of the track, there's Chauncey Rose used to be. There is um, yeah. uh, um, IGA yeah. used to be a grocery yeah. store. IGA yeah. Rives Hall, Reeves Hall, wherever Rose Park area down that area still um not developed. 
and not develop Damn. at all. IGA's not even open no more. And then what? right there, Chauncey Rose, that's where they got the Boys and Girls Club at now. <laughs> oh my yeah, and then if you go west to the tracks, that's where they're really developing everything from ISU yeah. everything's we developed on that side. Wow. Damn. I need to get back home. So you're you're looking you're looking to put something in that in that community is what you're saying. I mean, we just want to see what'll be the best for the community, even if we uh just see what the people want to say, how the people feel about it. We definitely want it to be for the people, a safe haven for the people at the end of the day. Yes, uh, yeah, we want it to be something like the high center, but we want to upgrade it all the way around. We want classrooms in there. Mm. Uh, we want a kitchen in there so mm. we can cook and get food out to the people, have like home ec classes, mm. computer rooms, game rooms. Mm. You know, one way to keep the kids and individuals off the streets with the music. So why can't we have us a... Uh, 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 recording lab in there, there studio go. in there. Smart is for the people. Man, just uh, we need something. How are we gonna have and give the people hope if they don't have something tangible, something they can hold on to? And that's what we need. It's been long enough. It's been too long. So, Eric, have you had any pushback from anyone? I mean, you don't, you don't have to, you know, don't name any names or anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you had any pushback on the things you're trying to do right now? And you would think so, but just uh, it's just been blessed, and everybody's just been aboard, and we ain't had no type of pushbacks. Everybody's just been coming up with ways and possibilities that they could help us. Wow, gotcha. I mean, you're a breath of fresh air. You know, my question is this, then, Brian. I'm thinking, what happened to the um, the elites that came out of Terre Haute? Where, where, where are they at now? You know, are they are they not stepping up? You know, you we not to put no names out there. We probably can think of um, quite a few. You know, um, some of them have probably been burned from past experience, which I know that for a fact. But um, this young man come in and you know putting his action. You know, what I'm saying putting his mouth where his action is. You know, what I'm saying doing it. I can remember back in the '90s. I I don't remember nobody taking this this this, this step like this, and so it's making me think like, damn. I we I felt like we missed out on a lot, you know, compared to like other cities like Indianapolis and Chicago and places like that, you know. I just, Eric, you got a good thing going, man, you know. And um, I'm trying to do hey, as man, much. What are you, what are you, yeah. What's that? Yeah, well, my bad, my bad. No, go ahead, uh, go ahead. But no, but like, 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 like you're saying is that it, it's about opportunity, you know. Like you and I, we were kind of the anomaly, you know. what I'm saying we were like the big athletic kids, you know. So. You know, we that was our out. But yeah. you know, not everybody, you know, had have other gifts, you know. So like you know, so having like those other opportunities to, you know, like you said, you know, you know, you wanna be a be a, a recording studio artist, you know what I'm saying? Put a studio up in there, you know, you might have some artists, you know. Exactly. But you know, one thing I definitely I definitely, you know, what I, I want to see is that I know living, you know, living in Terrell, there's always a lot of good ideas but it never got completely finished mm. you know what i'm saying like it kind of like you always be like yo what have, whatever happened to this yeah. whatever happened to that you know and like you know I, I'm, I'm excited in the fact that you got involved with indiana state you know, involved with the police department um you know and and because all that's going to do is cultivate a relationship throughout the whole community to where you know what I'm saying there's a buy-in from all different aspects of you know of of the Terre Haute community so yeah, I definitely you know, I commend you for what you're doing. Um, you know, you definitely have have my support. You know, uh, anything that you know that you you know need or whatever, come you know, 
feel free to I, I add you up on Facebook so you know hit me up and let me know. I'm usually in Terrell by every you know at least twice a month. Uh, I'm in town, so I mean, yeah, like I, I'll never like you know push away you know any ideas that, that a young young man's trying to do to better everybody, you know. So you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, definitely appreciate you And uh, yeah, sports and definitely something that we're gonna be involved in too at the community center. You know, definitely want to have basketball camps, football camps, same type of stuff that we grew up in and was involved in. I think that's just what we lost a lot of. You know, we need uh leadership back out here. We got the youth coming up, and even people in my situation. You know, I'm looking towards older people than me that I want leadership towards, and I feel like uh. Maybe I was thrown into this a little too early because I'm looking towards <laughs> people that's older than me for leadership, and it's kind of hard to find, you know. So uh, I think we all can come together and learn from one another. Yes, you sir. know, there's some things that I don't know that someone else will know, and some things someone else may not know that I know. So we just all come together as one and just help build. That's what it should all be about, it's help building each other. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So what what would you say at this point right now is the biggest hurdle that you have in the vision that you have or that you uh, brought to the table at this point? Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to ask somebody like me because I'm more like a visionary. You know, if you put something in front of me and tell me it can't be done, I feel like if there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the hardest thing, though, is just trying to see and give people hope. And uh, let people know in this dark time that there is some positivity out there and there is some light out there. I just want to see everybody shine. And uh, it's just good to just take everybody standing up, coming together as one. Because, yeah, it is, so, it is hard sometimes getting everybody to support one another. Just want everybody to know that's the only way that's going to work is everybody supporting one another. Amen about that. Amen. Let me ask you this. You mentioned George Floyd, right? So that happened in Minnesota. I, so, I mean, I, I just got, I left Minnesota back in April, right before the um, George Floyd incident took place. Was that, do you felt, was, did Terre Haute feel what happened in Minnesota and Terre Haute, Indiana? Was it felt by any way? I say yes. By the numbers that showed up, the people that showed up, the people that wanted to see justice for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And then people say, well, why are you so uh, passionate about it? Exactly. And at the end of the day, as a black man, that has to affect you. Yes. As having black relatives, that has to affect you. That's like someone saying, uh, why does slavery affect you? That's your ancestor. Anyone that's educated, exactly. that slavery is going to affect you as a black person. It it's all about educating yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm so passionate about it because I found my purpose in life. Mm-hmm. That's what you find. Anybody that finds their purpose in life, mm-hmm. they become passionate mm-hmm. and they show courage. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all. So all this I'm doing is just from the heart as a black man. Mm-hmm. Struggling to represent the black race, and I know that as a black race, we definitely all need to come together for the greater good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So now, Eric, this, this is a question that uh, that a listener had uh, wanted me to ask you. Do you see this movement as a grassroots movement, or do you want to expand into other communities outside of Terre Haute? 
Yeah, I definitely want to expand on uh That's why Change of Terra Hope is for Change of Terra Hope on a local basis. But at the same time, when I stand up for the Black Lives Matter movement, that's for the 10% blacks in Terra Hope. That's for our, our surrounding uh, areas in Terre Haute and on a nationwide basis. So we definitely want to grow on a nationwide basis and bigger than that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric, yeah, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, because I, you know, because I, because I believe, you know, what you see a lot of times is that you see like a lot of, you know, grassroots movements happening, you know, mm-hmm. in small communities, and then, you know, those leaders move on to to other communities which are larger, and you know, and so like. Um, you know, this, this listener was wanting to know, like, you know, what your, you know, what, what was your thoughts in moving on? And then like, how do you think the community would respond to seeing like someone who started this movement, leaving the community and maybe forming some sort of, some, some sort of vacuum, um, you know, in, of leadership there, you know, after you've moved on to something else? Well, I don't really see, uh, ever really trying to lead Terrell Hope like that. I couldn't lead the people that helped me started all this. You know, I'm one of them firm believers uh never forget where you come from. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, we plan on changing Terrell Hope, expanding. That's what the name stands for, Community Hope and Never Ending Global Equality. So that was part of the vision when we started this. But uh, even if we do expand and go community to community, I know we do have some loyal supporters in Terre Haute that may want to come with us. So no matter how big this is able to prosper and grow, which I hope it is because it's just a positive movement. It's a positive vibe for the greater good. And it's not just the moment, it's the movement. Got you. And Eric, let me ask you this. As a black man, before we can see change in life, do you believe that as a black community, we must change ourselves, our mindset, our way of thinking towards each other? Yeah, I think we definitely have to uh, change our mindset. I don't think anybody can change a community until you're able to change yourself. And the only way that you're able to change yourself is to change your mind frame. And the only way you change your mind frame is to change your way of thinking. Mm. Um, That's what uh, you have to know that you have your emotions, you have your body, and then you have your you have your way of thinking and the only way that you get better is to stay positive and control your way of thinking and once anybody can control the way they think and stay positive then they can go ahead and change change anything amen i like that so i'm gonna I'm, I'm go and, and go a little deeper than that because frank and i and some other folks we had a conversation about this and you know and and there and me personally you know, I, I tend to believe, like, when, when it comes to change, um, you know, of course, like, we need to change our mindsets and things of that nature. But, like, as you said, there's a lot of fatherless homes, not just in Terre Haute, but all over our country. And uh, and I believe, like, you know, the current data is, like, 25% um, or 75% of our Black homes are, are fatherless. And, you know, and I, and I, you know, Frank and I spoke about this, like I said, and I tend to believe or come from the tribe of thinking of that if your family ain't right, you can't get your community right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so like, do you have any visions or of, of how to restore 
families, you know, because it's, it's definitely not a black issue in Terre Haute. It's, it's both black, white, and whatever else is there. But, you know, when when we are thinking about building community, in my mind, when we think about building communities, I'm thinking like, yo, we, we need to get daddies back in the house. So like it's, 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 a, it's an initiative that I myself am wanting to do here uh, on, on the east side of Indianapolis and trying to find ways to get men, black men back involved with they with their children in school. Um, you know, because there, there, there says something to a development of a child, you know, when daddy's around, you know what I'm saying? And so do you, do you have anything, have, have you thought about that? Um, have you, have you maybe, you know, kind of thought about touching into ways of, you know, interacting the, the relationships with men back to their families and our children to maybe jumpstart this movement? Uh, when it comes to single uh, mothers in the house without the fathers, I definitely know what that looks like. And that's most critical from age zero to five. Uh, I'm the oldest of four boys and we all got different dads. And my mom had to play the role of a single mom and being our dad. So I definitely know how that feels and how that looks coming up. And one program that I'd like to see in the works and get involved with firsthand is uh, mentoring. Uh, getting involved in helping these young children come up and see positive role models in their lives and letting them know that they do have opportunities out here and they can grow up and be whatever they want. All they have to do is just stay in school, uh, just stay positive, find somebody positive that they'd like to become, that they can look up to. I like that. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you this then, Eric. How much racism have you um, witnessed or felt or been part of while your time in Terre Haute? If you can't answer that question, trust me, I totally get it. You hear me? No, they, they muted. He's muted. Oh, he's muted. What's that? Hello? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just throw a question out there. If you can answer it, no problem. If not, I totally understand. But have you felt any type of racism in Turholt since you put this together? Um, any, like Brian said earlier, have there been any backlash um, towards, any, um, towards you from anybody? Or before you even put this together, have you ever felt or witnessed any type of um, racism? While I mean, told. just like you gentlemen coming up into a hole, I mean, I don't think racism anything new or right. experiencing racism as a black man into a hole. The question is, is are you uh, strong enough? Mm. Or how do you go about it? How do you deal with it? Mm. You know, it's definitely here in Terre Haute, and I've definitely been seeing it even worse. Yeah, being a leader and this movement going on, and it's a sad situation. Exactly. Especially during this time of um, year, anyway, you know, political season, and you know what's coming up. And brother, I pray for you, man. You know, and um, you, you're strong, man. I see you're doing something good. You know, you got my attention. So, um, been out here three, four hours away from that time zone. Um, I had to put a bug in um, B ear, like, hey, man, this man right here, he doing something back home. You know, and hey, you know this guy? No, I don't know him. All right, well, let's check this man out and um. We, I know I appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, I know I haven't been as actively involved back at home. Um, I haven't been. I've been away for what well, damn twelve years now. So, um, 
But I need to get back. You know, I feel like I need to get back. There's a part of me I need to go and help out and um, get involved on this. So, Brian, what do you think, man? Hey, like I said, man, like, you know, I can't I can't knock a man who's trying to. Exactly. Because, you know, I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of, you know, saying being very cynical, you know, to the possibility of Terre Haute even being able to make changes, you know, and, you know, and, and what and, you know. What I'm seeing, yo, I, I think you head in the right direction. So, you know, I can't, I can't knock a man for for putting himself out there like that and, and using his resources and his time. And you know, more more power to you, man. So, so to the listeners that we have here, that that's you know more. I know you already stated the the website, but uh, but yeah, just you know, give us another you know another shot you know of the website again. Um, I know that you're you're taking donations. Um, and anything else, man, that you that you are, you know, asking for for those that are listening right now who might need, you know, some some information from what you what you're needing for your for your calls. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I uh, appreciate you. Thank you both so much, John. I definitely appreciate you. Uh, the website is www.changeaterrahoe.org. Also, I'm on Facebook. First name Eric, E R I C K, last name Beverly. Uh, anybody willing to donate, the website has a link to where you can donate. Uh, definitely appreciate the time for letting me come on and speak and get the word out there. No doubt, man. Um, you're always welcome on, man. Let me see it. We all Hoosiers, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we, man, you just, man, I'm kind of like shook right now, but like, man, you kind of put me in a spot like, man, I really be doing shit for back home, you know? <laughs> um, I know it's a different generation, but I need to get back, man. You know, so um, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely going to be in touch with you. Um, We're definitely going to link up, bro. So be hearing from me real soon, man. And B, what do you think, man? We're going to do this, man, or what? Say what? We're going to do this, give back, do something, go back, help, do something. Yeah, I already told you, man. Like, you know, my 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 angle is this education angle. So, yeah, I'm already I got I already got some stuff in the microwave right now cooking. So it's <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on for a second. I, you know, we'll we'll get back with me in this view. All right. Hey, um, uh, but Eric, when we get off, man, let me holler at you real quick offline, and I want to ask you a quick quick question. All right, we can do that. All right. Well, Mr. Um, Mr. Beverly, anything you want to say before we wrap this show up to our listeners? Hey, uh, I just want to say thank you all. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for letting me speak. And uh, I enjoy this opportunity. And, yes, I enjoy any other time I can come on. I'll definitely uh, be willing to do so. All right. Hey, that's Mr. Eric Beverly for changeofturho.org. Hey, guys, we appreciate you guys listening today on the Ben Frank Now Show, Sunday with Stallings. B, anything you want to give the uh, audience before we sign out? Hey, no, hey, just stay safe out there. I know we, you know, we, we head into this election. Yes. You know, if you, if you into the voting thing, make sure you get out there, vote, you know, uh, but be smart. Be smart. There's some, some fools out there, man, right now, and I'm already hearing it over here, but, you know, just stay, stay safe and, uh, I'll let y'all next week. There you go. Hey, the man said himself, and I ain't gonna lie. I just got back from the mailbox. So I just already mailed my vote in, so <laughs> ain't gonna, nobody gonna hurt me. But hey, you know I'm always joking around though. But 
Hey, we had some good guests on today. We appreciate it. Um, maybe till next time. We'll be on here next week. Same time, same channel. And the Bear Frank Now Show, Sunday with Stallings. Till next time, people, take care of yourself. We love you. We out. True love, so don't believe in that's just what I